we come before you, Father, like your Apostle Paul, hoping to have a share in the blessings of the gospel. We believe it is good news indeed, the answer to Job's difficulties and ours, the hope that only God can give even to our mortality. We do not always understand, but in the one you have given us, we find the answer we need. Thrill us again with the sure knowledge that in his hands we are healed and made whole. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Job. Job spoke, saying, It's not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days these of hirelings? He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been allotted to me. If in bed I say, when shall I arise? Then the nights drag on. I am filled with restlessness until the dawn. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is like the wind. I shall not see happiness again. The word of the Lord. Reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, if I preach the gospel, this is no reason for me to boast. For an obligation has been imposed on me, and woe to me if I do not preach it. If I do so willingly, I have a recompense. But if unwillingly, then I've been entrusted with a stewardship. What then is my recompense? That when I preach, I offer the gospel free of charge, so as to not make full use of my right in the gospel. Although I am free in regard to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so as to win over as many as possible. To the weak, I became weak to win over the weak. I have become all things to all to save at least some. All this I do for the sake of the gospel so that I too may have a share in it. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him and, on finding him, said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus The story is told of a man who had a dying wish. Uh, he wanted on his tombstone only his last name, not his first name. Why? Because when he, his last name was Brown, which is a very common name. So when he was born, his parents wanted to give him a very unique, special first name. So uh, everyone would, would recognize him and he would feel special. So they called him Fantastic. So throughout his lifetime, he endured many uh, pains over that name and, uh, of course, a lot of teasing and stuff like that. So he said to his wife, when I die, please don't put my first name on tombstone. So she said, okay. So when he died, she had these words engraved on the tombstone, brown. Throughout his, whole, throughout his long marriage, he never looked at another woman. And everyone who walked by and read those words said, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, each one of us, of course, has a very special name that we were given at baptism, but each one of us carries another special name, the name Christian. We carry Christ's name uh, with us because we were baptized. We are his followers, his disciples. So today we are reminded that we must inculturate, inculturate the gospel, have it, have it enter the society, hopefully every fiber of our society, of our world. Because when we do that, healing, good things happen, especially healing. We know there is a lot of hurt in the world. The gospel has the power to heal. In the gospel reading, that's exactly what Jesus did, brought healing. That was a major part of his life, especially his early ministry. Not just preaching, but healing their sick. In fact, the whole town, we don't know how big it was, but the whole town gathered around the small house where he was. He came to the house and there was Simon Peter's mother-in-law who lay uh, sick with a fever. And of course, what does Jesus do? He doesn't say, she needs some rest. In four or five days, she'll be okay. No, he immediately goes to her held her hand and raised her up, or helped her up, the gospel says. The same word is used for Jesus' resurrection. Jesus is raised up. He raised her up, and how does she respond? She begins to wait on them, provides hospitality. She transforms her healing into serving Jesus, providing what she can, hospitality, food. After the long day of preaching and healing, Jesus and the apostles were probably hungry. So she does what she can, serves him again. As Jesus offers healing touch to us, that's what we need to do. Bring him to those that need, need him. Inculturate the, the world with the gospel. So again, we see it happening even in the Old Testament. Job, uh, the story of Job is uh, in a sense depressing because he experienced so many difficulties, so many tragedies. He is a very wealthy man, but Satan says to God, of course he is wealthy and he loves you because you have blessed him. What if all these blessings are taken away from him? What will he do then? So God allows Job to lo lose everything, his family, all his children, his property, and he, he, his whole body is covered with sores. So yes, in the reading we heard it, Job was very depressed. As we say, he hit rock bottom. He even prayed for death. There was, there was no hope for him. He lost it all. Yet, over time, Job understands, if I trust the Lord, not only when things are well, but when things are not well in my life, good, good things will happen. I will show God how much he means to me. 
So that's exactly what, what happens. Over time, Job actually understands that I must trust the Lord, not only when, I'm, when I feel blessed, but also when bad things happen to me. I must turn to him. And he dies a happy man, even though his friends, his family, tell him, curse God for doing this to you. Give him up. He, you didn't deserve it, and he, God did this to you. He doesn't fall for that trap or in that trap. He continues to trust and inculturates his values into the world. So again, we see what happens when somebody is, is faithful to the way of God. And of course, in the second reading, we hear how St. Paul was saying that he became all to all. He even says the word slave to win some or as many as possible for the gospel. He said, to the weak, I became weak. To the strong, I became strong. To those who mourn, I mourn with them. But you see, he never changed. He never changed the gospel. He adopted it. He adopted it to, to the group of people that were in front of him. So, for example, he never said, for, Jesus tells us to forgive, but only forgive when it's easy. He never said that. He preached the whole gospel, even with the difficult parts of it, saying to the people, try it. You will see what a difference it will make in your life. So St. Paul com brought the complete gospel, not just parts of it. And again, that's, that's a danger that we may face in the world today. Let's adopt, let's adopt the Bible to what, what the world thinks is right in marriage, in sacredness of life, and things like that. Let's adopt it so we can fit, to the, 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 fit the values of the world. No, we should never do that. We should never ever fall for that trap. That's, that's one of the ways in which we stand up for Christ. So yes, in the Gospel reading, Jesus did something extraordinary once again. After a long day of preaching, he helped Simon Peter's mother-in-law. We know that mother-in-laws sometimes get a, a bad rap. I'm sure there are many wonderful mother-in-laws. I remember reading somewhere that uh, there was a question, why were Adam and Eve the happiest people in paradise? Because neither one of them had a mother-in-law. So, of course, that, that's, that's not the, the case, but as I said, um, there are many wonderful mother-in-laws out there. Why? Because they seek to follow the Lord. They seek to, to uh, do what he calls us. Peter's mother-in-law knew what happened to her. And out of gratitude, she served Christ who was in her house. So again, we are reminded, God touches us through his son, heals us, makes us whole. How do we respond? Jesus wants us, bring my gospel to the places where you are, especially your own family, your home, your workplace, wherever you are. Bring that message of healing, of comfort to that place. There is a true story of Mother Teresa, who is now a saint, of course, and there was a reporter who was following her as she worked and ministered to the sick and dying people in India, in the streets of this particular town. So the, the reporter uh, saw her, how she knelt down at the man who was dying, and quickly she lifted him up and made sure that he got to the hospital where he eventually died. But when, as she was ministering to him, he could smell the, bad, the, the wounds that were rotten, rotting on his body. And he was kind of uh, disgusted by it. And he told Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa, I would never do what you do, not even for, for a million bucks. And she looked at him and she said, neither would I. She did it for other reasons. She brought Christ to those dying people, those, those who were sick. 
And of course, because she did that, so, so much good happened, and we still remember her. So again, Jesus offers us healing, his, his healing, his peace. Most importantly, his gospel. What do we do with it? As it touches us, let us make sure that through us, God's people are touched, especially with, with healing, with, his, with peace and comfort. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.